You are listening to Life Skills 101 on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Welcome to Life Skills 101, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network and True North Homeschool Academy. Your host, Lisa Nearing, has homeschooled her five kids for the last 29 years. She has a master's degree in human brain development and a master's in marriage and family therapy. She is currently the owner of True North, offering everything from Hebrew classes to chemistry. She and her husband, Dr. David Nearing, are passionately committed to equipping fellow homeschoolers and Christians with the tools and resources necessary to navigate a complex world in need of a savior. Now, Without further ado, your host. Today's Life Skills 101 podcast is hosted by special guest Beth Purcell of True North Homeschool Academy. Beth will share six tips to help reluctant writers. It all started in kindergarten. My son was not at all interested in the coloring pages and worksheets that teachers had for him. In fact, this was very concerning for teachers because after all, isn't coloring a precursor to writing? Well, my son was more interested in how crayons were made, who made them, what materials did they use, how did they get the color inside, and who gets to decide all those cool names? Hi, I'm Beth Purcell. And as a longtime English and writing instructor, I've worked with a bazillion students and I've come across all kinds of writers, including reluctant writers. As my son progressed through elementary school, he would disintegrate into a puddle of tears at the mere thought of having to create a short answer for a test question. (laughs) Forget about writing a paragraph or three or five. I know firsthand the frustration and anxiety that parents, teachers, and students uh, encounter as they try to break through the barriers to good writing. During my time working with public school students, students at my local homeschool co-op, and now students with True North Homeschool Academy, I have developed six steps to turning reluctant writers into willing writers and I'd love to share them with you. I think they will help. The first thing we have to do for reluctant writers, we we have to reorient them. We have to spend some time deprogramming them. They have this preconceived notion that they hate writing, they can't do it, and we need to deprogram that. We need to reorient them. While you do this, uh, talk about writing Dig into why they hate it so much. Two things we love to talk about, things we love and things we hate. You might be surprised at what you learn from your student. Spend some time talking to them about their writing experience, the things that they've written in the past, what they kind of maybe liked and what they hated about it. Dig into what is really going on. What are the preconceived notions about writing? Also, during this deprogramming phase, you're going to want to encourage reading. There is a direct, strong link to good readers and good writers. So encourage reading. Read together. Play word games. uh, Finish a crossword puzzle together. But put writing on pause. Take a break from writing. Talk about it, enjoy games together and read, but take a break from writing. Let's reorient and reprogram our students. 
Once you complete this time, and who knows how long that may take, uh, then you can begin the reconstruction process. When we reconstruct, we actually give students a new structure for writing, a sound formula for writing. We go back to the to square one. What I have found with my son and other reluctant writers that I've worked with is that typically they don't even know where to begin. A lot of reluctant writers are STEM students and they're very analytically uh, inclined and they don't understand the whole pull an idea out of the air and put it on paper. That doesn't work for them. They need a formula for writing. They need a structure for it. So there's plenty out there. There's a lot of different structures out there. Find one that you like, one that is sound, one that teaches teaches basic skills for writing, and introduce this to your student. Once they have a formula and a structure to follow, it absolutely makes writing easier. During this reconstruction phase, spend time discussing how important pre-writing is. Before you even sit down to write, before you even plug in that computer or grab that pencil, you need to spend time planning your writing. And this is easy to do with students. Talk about the topics, the possible topics to write about. Take an inventory of what you know about those topics. Research and learn more about the topics. Think about the approach you want to use for uh, writing about this topic. So give them a formula. Make sure that you stress the importance of pre-writing and go through this process together. Okay, go through this process together. Um, a structure for a paragraph might even be showing and explaining how you create a topic sentence, how you introduce what you want to write about in the first sentence, and then give four, three, four, five sentences um, as facts that come after that topic sentence, and then wrap it all up by restating what you said in the first sentence. This is a great structure to follow. And your goal is maybe five or six sentences. If you take it down and instead of talking about paragraphs and instead of talking about word count, let's just work for five sentences. Let's write five sentences about soccer. That's a little bit more doable and less overwhelming for a reluctant writer. So pre-writing and sound structure is part of the reconstruct phase. Now, once they have a formula in place, then they need something to write about. And this is where you need to restrict, restrict their choices and their voice and the way that they write. And here's why. If you say, and we often do this with the best of intentions, but if you say to a reluctant writer, you can write about anything you want, anything, pick anything. Wow, I have the whole world to choose from. That is quite overwhelming. I don't even know what I want to write about. If we restrict their choices and say, well, this week, let's write about an animal. What's your favorite animal? Okay, that's focused, that's narrow, that's pinpointed, and that's so much easier for them to think about and to grasp hold of. So if we restrict choice, that's not a negative thing. That's actually helping our reluctant writer to be able to narrow um, their topics and subjects for writing. Later, we can give them the whole world to write about. But right now, remember, we're dealing with young minds. And so their experiences are far fewer than what we have. 
There's not a whole lot up here in the brain that they've experienced and that they know about. They need some restriction on choices. Um, the next phase, once they, um, once you have a reluctant writer that's willing now with the formula and with a chosen topic, now they've written, go through this phase, phases two and three, do this several times until they're very comfortable with the structure. Compliment and find positive things to say. Leave the negative comments behind. Once you have completed two and three several times, then you can move into stage four, which is refine. At this point, we can refine writing with our student. Now that they've got a little bit of confidence in their ability to write, now we can pull in grammar. Now we can talk about sentence structure. We can talk about context. We can talk about word choices together. We can encourage them to add adjectives and to add adverbs and to paint a picture for the reader. And we can model for them how to edit our papers. Okay, Don't want to do too much of this before your student is comfortable and a little bit more confident in the process. Once you refine and you do these steps several times, now you're ready to begin to release your student. When you release your student, you start taking the training wheels off a little bit. And now you can say, all right, let's pick a topic. What topic would you like to write about? If they're struggling, if they go back and they revert back into that struggle, then go back to restricting and give them some topics to choose from, limit their choices. But typically with more confidence, your student is going to be ready for more choice. And they, they can begin to pick topics that are interesting and uh, important to them. Here, you can also, again, begin to uh, experiment with pre-writing steps. Maybe open the door to how do you want to outline your topic before you actually write? Do we want to make bullet points? How detailed do you think our pre-writing needs to be? Do not forget that pre-writing is an important step. Don't let your student not pre-write. Always have them talk about and jot down notes about what they want to write. Make a roadmap for writing and have them follow that. That's what pre-writing is all about. But once you release them a little bit and they begin to choose topics, they can also begin to experiment with pre-writing and how it works best for them. And then once you feel pretty confident that uh, your student has the structure down, you've been able to introduce some grammar topics to them, you've been able to work on releasing them and taking off the training wheels, now it's time to regroup. And when you regroup, you begin to expand the writing skills, you add paragraphs, you add editing skills, all the while working side by side with your student. But now they've got confidence. Now they're beginning to see the structure and how it plays out and how easy it actually is. When you begin to add paragraphs, this can be really intimidating for your writer. So you want to be sure and help with this process. And one way to do that might be to say, okay, what do we want to write about this week? Or we're going to write about soccer. All right, let's divide soccer up into three different sections. Well, we can talk about the rules of soccer, 
Who is your favorite soccer pay player? Maybe we can talk about who your favorite player is. Maybe we can talk about the history of the game. There you go. There's three paragraphs right there. We're going to talk about your favorite soccer player, the rules of the game, and the history of the game. Now, what order should we put these paragraphs in? What makes sense? Should we start with the history and then move into the rules and then finish with your favorite player? Now, all of a sudden, your student is engaged and he's he or she's ready to start writing. I've got a plan. I know the structure. I have the topics. Let's go. Regrouping is a very satisfying step, not only for you as teacher or parent, but also for your student, because now they have confidence in their skills and they're ready to take off. So my son, yeah, it took a little bit of time. We did five paragraph essays. I gave him a formula and a structure. We tried a couple of different things. And now as a college graduate, Clemson University, biomedical engineering, I think he would say that not only does he like writing, he might even love it just a little bit. And yes, even in his STEM studies, he had to write. He had lab reports that he had to write every week. So you can't get away from writing. It is a life skill and an important one. But the key is showing your student how to do it with a sound, easy to follow formula and structure, building that confidence and helping them choose topics that they love and that they want to write about. It can be done. Reluctant writers can be converted to willing writers. It just takes a little bit of time, a little bit of attention, a little bit of confidence building, a lot of patience, 